Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower-level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com slash X. That is strlegends.com slash X. You are listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome to episode 477 of Get Paid for Your Pad. We are your hosts, Eric Miller and Jasper Rivers. Today, we're going to talk about hiring and uh, hiring in, over, in, in general, but also we're hiring for some positions. So pretty exciting stuff. What's up, Eric? What's going on, buddy? How's your uh, Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, it was awesome, dude. Talking about hiring, I got to hang out with a buddy of mine yesterday at his uh, new place, and we're talking about his company. He's in the uh, like e-commerce uh, industry, but he just recently hired his 250th employee, which is crazy, which is crazy because I remember when he had two employees. Yeah. So we were, we were just talking about this because, you know, hiring has been on my mind for the last little while and, you know, understanding that we were going to talk about this, just trying to process like what we're learning through hiring, but then also trying to pick his brain on what's hot, you know, hiring that many people and what the next, you know, five years look like. And they're essentially going to double their team in the next couple of months and here a couple of years, I should say. But yeah, man, like I, you know, first off Memorial Day weekend was amazing. Day off was awesome. You know, honoring that holiday here is always incredible for us. But yeah, I got to surround myself with some incredible business owners and really pick their brain on hiring. And yeah, I'll share I'll share some of those tips on this on this podcast as far as what I learned from that level and how we're going to implement it into our team here. But it kind of goes into uh, what you and I recognized when we were talking to our investor down in Costa Rica about a year ago. We recognized like regardless of the amount of zeros that's in someone's business, everyone has the same problems. They're just different scale, different scale yeah. problems. But yeah. it's all the same at the end of the day. So yeah, man, even on my days off, I'm thinking about this stuff and learning this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also recognize I went down to the beach and I tried to really disconnect and not think about uh, business. But I feel like three days is not enough for me. I think I need like a week or so. It takes a it takes a number of days before you really like stop 
before the brain stops like going around. So Dude, I just need a, lot, I, a longer holiday, man. Yeah, I, I just don't think entrepreneurs have that ability to shut that part of their brain off. Right. Because there there's a part of I was texting my brother this over the weekend that because he's going through this period where he has a full time job. But he's trying to he's trying to grow out of it. He's trying to expand out of it. So he's like reading all the suggesting books and podcasts. And he's really, you know, like the early stages of like thinking outside of the norm. And I told him, I'm like, hey, man, like the weekends are made for you to work on yourself, to work on on your knowledge, to expand, to think, to have thinking time, to work on like the things that fill your soul. Where during the week, it's like we're working to kind of pay the bills and get through the things, right? Like, like we're actually physically working. So I, I even think like for entrepreneurs, I, I don't think there's a, I don't, honestly, man, I don't think there's opportunity to like just shut off and not think of the day-to-day, not think of, uh, not day-to-day, like the bigger picture stuff. Even on my days off, like that's the time I take to have thinking time and analyze this stuff. So when we get back to the lab, like we've spent time going through the thought process of it. So, and honestly, man, after a week or two of vacation, like I want to get back to work anyway. I I don't think we (laughs) need that much time off. Yeah. Last time I can remember where I was fully disconnected was uh, before COVID during Christmas, I went uh, skiing for a week Mm -hmm. and just, just being in the mountains, like with family, like after a few days, I was really able to completely not think about anything work related. Right. That's the last time I, I can think. But yeah, I, I agree. Like I was driving back yesterday from the beach and I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of like a little bit excited this morning to just get back to my screen and then, you know, yeah. start rocking on some things. So yeah, me too, man. Like when I have a couple of days off like this, like this weekend I took uh Samantha and I were very, very intentional about it. It's like you know, starting Friday afternoon, we were like, okay, this weekend we're completely taking off. The only thing we're allowed to do work related is journal and think about what we're doing. It Are we making the right decisions thing, right? As far as thinking time and journaling, we took a digital detox, you know, couldn't touch our computers. We deleted all the apps off of our phones and the whole thing. So we didn't get sucked into it we spent time just really just kind of analyzing where we're at and then sharing that with each other. And that then when we come into the the office now on, you know, after the holiday, it's like, I want to get to work because I'm clear on what we're working on now. You know, last week I was so confused on where we're going with all this stuff and making decisions and hiring and team and all these like decisions and all these things we got to do all day long it starts to to wear on you. And then when you disconnect and you start journaling and thinking like, Hey, where are we going? Are we making the decision? Are we making the right decisions to fill our North star, the whole thing? Then it's re-energizing at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's how I spent most of my weekend. And then obviously surround myself with some incredible people, you know, talking about business and hiring and teams and the whole thing. So, but let's get yeah. into it, man. Cause like, I know you and I, we have some notes on what we're going to share and what we've learned and what we've implemented in our team, what we teach in legends X on how to hire and how to structure it. But even since then, man, like my, my uh, understanding of hiring and building a team and structuring culture, the whole thing has grown so much since, you know, since what we built for Legends X and how we implement. I feel like we just implemented this in overnight success and we're ready to move on to version three of it. And, you know, just spending this weekend with, with a buddy of mine who, again, just hired a 250th employee 
learning those lessons. I'm like, okay, we got to go back to yeah. the drawing table on how we approach this. Well, let's start off with that because I'm pretty curious to know what you've learned from from that person because 350, that's a pretty decent sized company. Yeah, I mean, massive company. Yeah. And yeah, and they're going to be pretty much doubling depending on what what happens with the market. That's a whole nother podcast I want to talk to you about is like, what's, what's happening with the market nowadays? But yeah, so essentially his situation, I don't want to give too much details because I don't know how much of this is public or not, but he's in the e-commerce industry. And you know, I watched him grow this company from a couple of million to near a billion dollars in valuation, which is pretty, pretty insane to watch. He just hired his 250th employee. He brought on investors. They're scaling like crazy. And so what he shared was um, a couple of things. Like in the early stage, and we talk about this a lot. In the early stages, entrepreneurs tend to just kind of hire anybody who is as excited as they are about their vision and what they're what they're selling to them, essentially about what you're building. And regardless of how talented or how aligned this person is with your core values, you really just the early stage is very lonely as an entrepreneur and you just need support. You just need help. So you just bring people in. And then as you start growing and the company starts growing, certain individuals don't grow with the company before you know it. Like you, you have a team that is exciting and you're getting stuff done, but you're not actually growing the business and solving big problems in your company. Right. And you know, we know that. And that's what we teach in Legends X is like, one is like always hire snipers versus generalists, right? Don't just hire somebody who says like, Hey, I could do your customer service and I can do your cleaning and I can build systems for you and set up your technology. It's like, that's a generalist. And they're excited about like the jumping to different tasks and all this stuff. But the moment that you have to give them some ownership to go deeper into solving a bigger problem, they don't have the skill set necessarily to go through and solve those problems, right? So we believe in hiring what we call snipers, somebody who is just absolutely incredible at their one thing, putting them in their lane, and then as leaders doing everything possible to support them in what they do best and not distract them with other things. Right. And that's a difficult thing to do, man. Like, I don't know about you, if you notice this, but you know, for me, I'm like, I'm constantly, I have to take some extra seconds before I send something out on Slack or click up mm -hmm. to sign into a team member to think like, Hey, is this actually something they should be doing? Right. And it's like, there's a lot of, you have to prevent yourself from going into automation mode of just like sending something out to people just because it's almost like you're thrown up on the team, right? Of like, I need this done. And mm -hmm. now you're like, you're distracting somebody from what they do the best. Right. So what he was sharing with me is like, he said, first off, he's like, I am sick of hiring people. I will never hire people that are not a players. He's like, I'm sick of hiring lazy people who are excited. They speak a big game. But when we get to work and start building this business and solving these problems and thinking down the road, their tendencies are to start to complain and start to find the problem and start to get distracted with busy work versus trying to figure out how to streamline what they're doing, how to streamline the business, how to bring solutions to the challenges, not find the problems. Those two big things, right? And he's like, and I asked him, like, what, what is that? What does that mean to you? Someone finding a problem versus someone finding solutions to a challenge. And he's like, it's all the mindset of saying, business is always just constantly solving problems. That's all we do is solve problems all day long. 
And like, if you are an individual that's seeking the problem and finding the reason why the problem's there and complaining and doing the whole thing, nothing ever gets done in that. And like, we kind of experienced that, you know, with, with the team member recently, where it's just like, there's never any solutions. They always want more things. They always want more time. They always want more money. They need more support, but they never really bring solutions to solving those problems. Where he's saying, he's like, man, his solution was to go out and hire for his team, go out and hire investment bankers and private equity guys and gals that came from that industry who are so used to working their butts off like crazy. And now they, what they want to do is work for a smaller company, plug into a culture, make, you know, make some good money, but really just put their effort in something that they love. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, once he started pouring all of his energy into hiring the best people possible, paying them what they deserve and sometimes you may not have the cash to do that. So you can give incentives and bonuses and vested equities, stuff like that. But once he did that, he got rid of, he trimmed all the fat and got rid of, even regardless of the relationship they had, if they weren't bringing a hundred percent, like the best value they can bring to the team, he had to replace them, you know? And once he started doing that, his company took off. And he's like, these, these individuals are investing more of their time and energy into this mission and they believe it as much as I do. Right. So it's like, so it's kind of like the same thing that, you know, that we say is like hire snipers over generalists, but the way that he put it is just like, man, we just, I'm sick of hiring lazy people. And there's a lot of that nowadays, especially if you run a virtual, a virtual company, right? It's like, it's really easy to hire lazy people that speak a big game, but the moment that you have to go in and dedicate your focus to solving challenges and, and you know, building out this company, we find reasons to distract ourselves or, or do busy work, right? Of like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm doing all these things. Well, what are you actually doing? Are you moving the needle forward? Or are you just clicking off tasks <laughs> and staying busy? Right. That's a big difference. So, yeah, man. So like that, that was the biggest thing. And it was just a, it was a realization again. The other thing too, that he was, well, yeah. Anything to mention on that? Anything come up for you? The one thing that came up was, have you seen the movie Office Space? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that name? What's the name of the guy who sits around with the stapler all day? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Norm. Uh, Is it Norm? Do you think that's a, no, nah, I think. I can't remember, but do you think that's a, that he's a sniper or, or a generalist? Complete generalist. <laughs> yeah. It's just so hilarious. Like when that, when his, when those uh, consultants come in, they're like, so what do you actually do? And he's like, oh, I, I connect the, this department with that department. And they're like, no, but what do you actually do? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no, uh, that was one thing that came up. And number two is on Friday, we had our last call with our uh, Legends X class, right? We wrapped it up on Friday. And we always ask our students, like, what is what is the number one biggest takeaway? Like, what's the biggest realization that you had? And for one of our students, it was exactly that. He was saying, like, I just realized, like, I have a team of all generalists. And I'm starting to realize, like, hey, if I if I replace some team members and find some snipers to take over these roles, like, how much, what a big effect would that have on my mm -hmm. business? Right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. What else do you want to share? Yeah. I mean, you know, to that point, it's just like, again, we get so it, it's not easy hiring and hiring is the, one of the biggest challenges any leader can take on in their business. And, you know, my friend was saying the same thing. I was asking him, I'm like, dude, like, 
how does it feel to build a business to this level and generate this much revenue? And like, he has this product that's just like really taking over the world. It's, it's becoming this like massive, massive product and brand and this whole thing. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you learning? He's like, it's still as difficult from day one to now to hire and retain the best people possible. He's like, that is the number one skill set that you can develop as an entrepreneur is understanding how to hire, how to develop a culture to retain the best people possible. And the, you and I recognize this of like, we tend to keep people in the team because we're essentially lazy in the fact of replacing this person and the hiring process. It's a lot to go through hiring the right people. And once you bring on somebody and you recognize, man, this is not the right person. You're like, well, they're doing some stuff here. And you start justifying that. And that becomes a, that becomes a massive challenge in our business. And you're essentially throwing money away at a problem because we're being lazy to not replace this person after, you know, training and trying to, by the way, guys, like, I want to want to make this clear because it sounds like we're going, you know, right to like cutting people and like we're cutthroat. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like if we hire somebody and we put them through onboarding, we train them. Like most of our team members have been what they're with us for a long period of time, right? It's oh, like yeah, we don't have sure. a high turnover in, in our company, which is awesome. But like we pour a lot into our team members, training, onboarding, culture, support you know, investing in their, their education, like all of that to help them grow as an individual. But if we still see the same type of patterns and zero growth and just problems and all of that, we have to, what we recognize is like, we have to be faster at releasing that person. Because if, if you have the wrong person in your team and in a, in a role, both parties know it. Both parties mm-hmm. always know it. Like every single person you and I have let go in this company, when we've had the conversation, not one person was surprised about it, right? Like think about it. Like we've we've had a lot of people come into this company. We released a handful of people from our company. Every single time we sit down and we make the decision to let the person go and part ways and we sit down and have that conversation, they're never surprised. Mm-hmm. And they always agree yeah. that it's time to release. It's time to go, yeah. right? Exactly. And that was a major learning lesson for me, for me is like, you know, part of this is like hire slow, right? It takes a long time to hire the right people. So hire slow, invest in, in the conversations, invest in understanding who these people are, onboard them, train them, the whole thing, but then fire fast because we know right away if the person's a good fit or not. And that person knows as well. And in our mind, it's like, hey, we're going to release you from this position so you can go and find something that aligns with you better than this, right? And it just helps everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a win-win situation because because one person could be a journalist and working for one company in one role, and could be a sniper in another comp at another company working a different role, right? So everyone's better off like finding the the best the best role and the best company and the best culture to to yep. work with. Yeah. So like you said, it's a win-win. It, it benefits everybody. You have to, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to hire fast. You got to or hire slow, fire fast, <laughs> you know? Fast. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really important. And I think like taking your time, one thing that we're learning now is taking our time to study competitor, competitor companies and, and similar roles in our space to understand how they're hiring. And you can find a lot of this on Glass... What is it? Glassdoor? Glassdoor um, yeah. And... Glassdoor and Upwork, find the position that you're looking for. Say it's like uh, 
head of operations for short-term rental company, right? Our industry is pretty small, so it's going to be difficult to find the, those roles, but you can find COOs for hospitality companies, COOs for hotels, things like that, and look at the way on Glassdoor and Upwork, what the position description is about. What are they paying? You know, What are the incentives? How are they wording it? And look at all of those positions in your marketplace, because that's how you can tell, one, what is the market rate for this position? Two is who are the people that you're trying to attract in? Who are your competitors that are trying to attract them into their company? Right? So it's like there's a competition to grab the best team possible. But then you could also look at it and say, like, what's the bigger picture of what we're building here? You know, I think that's really important why we go into this in Legends X, the vision side of like, are we building a brand, something that's scalable, something that's big enough to grab high level talent to come into our company that's going to be bought into this vision that could also share some of the upside with us, right? One of the easiest, one of the best ways to attract and best talent into your company, if you can't afford them, is offering a piece of the upside to -hmm. them, right? So as we grow, you grow. Right. And, you know, that's a really good way to understand market rate. It's a really good way to, to find the best people possible, but it takes a long time to hire. And, you know, I know entrepreneurs right now are saying like, Hey, I need help right now. I need, I need help. Mm-hmm. We get that, you know, we need help right now as well. And, you know, we're, we're going to introduce everybody to a couple of roles that we're hiring now. We've been trying to hire these roles for six months. You know, we've tried some people, they weren't the best fit. We went through a trial period and eventually, you know, okay, well, we got to keep looking. We got to keep seeking. So you got to be patient through the process. You got to be super patient through it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is exactly the opposite of what we were doing right in the beginning in 2020, when we started Overnight Success. We were literally, we we recognized we needed help with something and we just literally looked around (laughs) like, (laughs) okay, who can we grab? (laughs) You know, like, who can we get as soon as possible? And then, you know, we would end up with, you know, friends and people in our network necessarily doing a bad job, but the, you know, it wasn't, it was just, wasn't like they weren't a good fit for the role. So exactly what you're talking about. So now we're really taking our time and, uh, and really also like the process, you know, like really figuring out like, what's the job scorecard? Like, what are the responsibilities? What are the skill sets needed? Like we spent so much time on the, on that side as well, versus just recognizing that we need somebody to do something and then just, you know, getting that person as soon as soon as possible. So yeah. I think we've, we've gone through, yeah, we've gone through a pretty big uh, transition over the last, uh, it's only been two years, actually. Is it 2022 now? It's 2022, right? Yeah. 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 Two years. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah. And listen, these challenges are never going to go away. Like hiring is always going to be something that you're focused on, right? The the first stages of entrepreneurship is focusing on like, I need help now. How do I get people on board to take over some of these tasks? Then it's like, oh, wow, I need some snipers to really specialize in customer service. I really, I need snipers to really specialize in operations or marketing or sales, right? Whatever that is. It's like, okay, how do I hire those people? Then it goes to, okay, Okay, well, how do I hire executives for my company? People who understand how to manage other, manage and lead other people, right? And, and then that's the next level. And like that is like we're going through some of that right now. 
but again, speaking to my friend about what he's going through, it's like, this has been the focus, 250 employees. He has people from in the warehouses making the product all the way up to top line executives getting ready to go public with the company. Right. And like talking, that's a huge spectrum of talent, you know, in the company. And I think growing as a leader to understand, like, how do you attract, how do you, how do you identify speaking to people? How do you identify the character of somebody? Like, how do you identify when you're speaking to somebody, get true and cut through the BS to really understand that person? That's a, that's a skill set to develop that, that I think you're always going to need as an entrepreneur, regardless of how big the company mm-hmm. gets. But yeah, as there's no quick fix of like, hey, I just need to hire this person, move on. It's like, we're yeah. always going to be hiring, leading and solving those problems. So yeah. yeah, I mean, to wrap all this up, man, like I think the biggest things here for hiring that we've learned is like snipers versus generalists, right? Two is hire slow, fire fast. Number three is hire A players, right? And if someone wants to understand the true definition of uh, A players, just Google that. And there's plenty of definitions out there on how to explain that. But mm-hmm. these are these are people that are eager, that need direction. They need support and leadership, but they are, they're focused on bringing solutions and, mm-hmm. and really doing that, working the best of their ability. And, you know, I promise you, it's like, if you find those, you can, you can figure out how to afford those team members over just bringing people on that are excited to do stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say just to add one more to that list is, uh, always be hiring, you know, always be hiring. Yeah. We used to think, okay, we need somebody to do this. And then we focus on that. We get that person. And then we would not think about hiring at all versus now we're recognizing like hey we always we always have a need for talented people so even though we have right now we have two very specific positions that are most urgent but we have you know we have a other positions as well where if we find the right person that we could definitely get them on, on the team right so yeah and also because it's a slower process that we're using now we always have to be looking essentially right right yeah. So let's talk about, we could use us as a quick case study and we'll talk about what we built real quick for the two positions that we're looking for. And then our plan to kind of market that, right? Market that out. So again, to like go back to what we were saying, we're slowly hiring for these positions. Right now, looking for two, two main positions. We're looking for marketing role, which is a digital content manager. So who's going to handle all the digital content in our company from blog posts to so, uh, and, and everything in between. They're not necessarily focused on strategy, but really focused on the execution of what we created. Right. So that's a big role that we've been hiring, trying to find for a couple of months now. And then two is a enrollment specialist, somebody to help us on our enrollment team to speak to all of the leads that are coming in, all the different hosts from around the world that want to join the Legends X program. I just personally can't handle the calls anymore. And we need to bring somebody mm-hmm. in who can be a specialist in understanding, is this the right host for this program? Can this program bring them value? Right? Yeah. The first thing that we did, we took a step back and we identified the two main positions that we need help with now, the two most important positions. Those are our two bottlenecks, right? Is support on marketing and then supporting on enrollment into Legends X. Then what we did is we took a step back and we got super clear on what those roles actually mean, 
right? Not a description, but what is it that they're actually doing on the day-to-day? And then how do we measure success in those roles, right? So we created what's called the job scorecard, which is what we teach in Legends X. And we have this we have a whole day of uh, job scorecard reviews today for a whole team, right? <laughs> Everyone on our team, including me and you have one of those. So we create the job scorecard and through that, we add in their KPIs as far as like, how do we measure their success? We get super clear on the tasks that they're going to be owning on a day-to-day for their position. And then we have, you know, a handful of di- different characteristics that we're looking for and skill sets that we're looking for, for those, for those roles. From there, we then created a funnel, right? At the end of the day, it's an application process built out as a funnel, right? We're thinking about, okay, how do we find these positions? One is we have job posting websites that we can support on, right? So Glassdoor and Upwork and all these other positions. Two is our network. The biggest thing, the biggest lesson that I ever learned is like, you're most likely in the beginning stages of your business to hire people within that are within your network. And they're either a direct connection to you or they're a direct connection to somebody in your network, right? And then three is hiring a specialist to go out and find these individuals. So like job, you know, headhunters and things like that. So we created the process that, okay, well, first, what we're going to go into do is we're going to post this up in these public websites, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, Upwork. Two is then we're going to introduce it to our network. Three is then we're going to hire the, the specialists to go out there and find it, right? For the ones who want to take a look at what we're doing, or two, if you're, you know, if you guys are interested in these positions or know somebody that's interested in these positions, check out our website. It's overnightsuccess.io slash hiring. So overnightsuccess.io slash hiring. If you go there, you'll see the the website that we built on ClickFunnels, I think. That's right. So you'll see all the different elements that we built out to attract in the right people because we're not just looking to fill a position. We're looking to attract in a team member that's going to build this vision with us, right? Who are going to align with our core values, who's going to connect with the culture of the team and really focus on doing the best work and having fun every single day as we're, you know, growing this company. So we put every single element we can think of introduction videos, introduction of the team, the role, who we're supporting, how we're supporting them. And then we go into what the position is. So if you guys want to see that funnel, if you want to see what we built, this is what we recommend for all the positions that you hire is to create some type of page like this. You could build this on LinkedIn. You could build this on Facebook. It doesn't have to be this, this fancy, but you have to build something to attract somebody in and explain who you are, what you do, why you do it. Right. And then we have the two specific positions that we have an entire application process that they go through. So yeah. Anything to add to that? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's important to mention that structure, right? Because what I see a lot of uh, a lot of people do is they go straight into the details of the actual role, but they don't talk about like, hey, what's your vision? What's the mission of your company? What's the purpose behind what you're doing? What are the core values, the culture behind the company? What's important, right? So I think that's important to understand is like we have the hiring page and then we have the individual pages that have all the details, right? Right. And number two is um, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not a good fit for these two roles, but I would be interested in maybe in the future work with us. 
then just bookmark this page and and go back every month, check it out because we're going to be adding more and more roles to this page, mm-hmm. right? So overnightsuccess.io hiring is the is the central place where you can go to if you are interested in working with us in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that goes to your point too, right? Always be hiring. It's like we're we're going to yeah. constantly be doing that. We're going to be constantly posting up where we need support in this company on that page. As of right now, these are the two biggest roles that we're hiring, but we're in the background building the additional roles that we're going to be hiring in the near future. So, but yeah, to officially announce right now, we are looking for two new team members to join the overnight success team. We're looking for a digital content manager, someone who understands digital marketing, right? At the end of the day, we you know could use the help on always use the help on strategy we're always open for team members to bring value on the strategy side but this role is more for somebody who can execute on the marketing that we've created so digital marketing helping with the blog helping with the pod a podcast all the things really executing on the the consistency of our marketing and really taking that over from us and taking that to the next level so that's a full-time position. You can see that at overnightsuccess.io slash hiring. And then the second role that we're hiring right now is a uh, enrollment specialist. So this is a essentially a sales position, but somebody who would be able to, if you're familiar with Legends X and you've been through the program, even better. If you're familiar with any of our programs or what we do, that's that's great. But really what we're looking for is somebody who absolutely loves the shorts and rental industry, somebody who uh, wants to help other hosts grow their businesses, right? That could take over all the, the leads that we have coming in every single day on Legends X, all these hosts from around the world that are applying for the program. And really what we're doing there is making sure one, that they're a good fit, their business is a good fit uh, for what we do in Legends X, that they're a good culture fit as a student for, for the program. And then of course, walking them through all the commitments that come along with that and then getting them set up for the next class. And that's something that we're looking to hire immediately to support us on the next, next round for legends X. And those two spots are, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to bring in the right people for that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And a couple of things to, to mention there too, is, you know, we are a remote team. We're very international. I think we have like four countries in, in our team and yeah. we have like, you know, we have Spain, we have, you know, I'm from the Netherlands. Like we have America, we have Canada, Canada. What else do we have? Philippines now. Philippines. Yeah. We have, no. we have a lot of, so we're in like different countries. So we're, we're fully remote. So, you know, you could, you could work from anywhere in the world, but we do want to work during the PST time zones. Right. Right. That's one of the reasons I'm in Panama because in Barcelona, I was like working evenings, which is not ideal. Very, it's not ideal. It's not po- uh, impossible, but it's daunting. But yeah, we, as a team, we operate on the PST time. Yeah. And then number three is we are really looking for a long term working relationship, right? We were looking for people that want to grow with us. If you look at the, at the website, OvernightSuccess.io slash hiring. If you look at our core values, you notice that we are very growth oriented, right? Like almost all of our team members are into self improvement. Tony Robbins, we're into health. We're into like, you know, becoming a better version of ourselves, essentially. So, you know, that's something that's uh, really important to mention uh, as well. You know, that's, that will be a good culture fit somebody who wants to, who wants to grow as a person. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 
We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So yeah. So if you're listening to this and you feel like you, you would fit uh, in either one of those roles, we invite you to apply for the position again, overnight success.io slash hiring. And then also what we've recognized, and this is what I was mentioning, and this is really you know a tip for the individuals that are trying to hire as well, is there's three main ways of hiring these positions, right? One is go to the public sites, which is like LinkedIn and, and Upwork to post these positions and kind of cast a big net out to the the job, the, the job um, search community, right? To see if you can find outside of your network. Number two is then connecting with your network. And this is essentially what with the podcast. This is what we're doing with our social media posts. This is what we're going to do with posting it out to our email and letting our students know as well that we're hiring these positions. But then two is to uh, offer a uh, referral because we mm. know that to get the best people possible, you have to be willing to invest into this process. I have friends with companies that invest $100,000 into hiring their top talent, right? Like they'll hire a headhunter and pay them $100,000 to go out and find the best person possible to join. Obviously, we don't have that type of capital yet to invest into <laughs> these roles, but you have to be willing to invest into connections and people and finding the right people, right? So we created a uh, referral program where if you know somebody who fits our roles that we're looking for and you make that introduction and we end up hiring them, we will pay you out a referral fee for that introduction. So we're offering a $2,500 referral fee for each position for the market role and the enrollment specialist role as well. So if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, this person would be absolutely perfect for that digital marketing role, send them the website, refer them over to us, have them include in their application that they heard about this role from you. If we hire this person, we'll send you out a check $2,500 for that referral. So uh, that's how serious we are of hiring the right person for this, that we're willing to invest into this. And a big part of that is going to be investing into our community. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time we do that. So, you know, 2,500 bucks, that's pretty good. Pretty good money for making a five minute email introduction, I would say. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So share that page, guys, overnightsuccess.io slash hiring. And, you know, hopefully we find somebody in our, our network. We love working with people in our community. So people listen to the podcast, like for example, yep. the virtual assistants that we just hired for Freewild, like she, she actually listened to the podcast, yeah, um, so cool. you know, before we connected with her. So, which is awesome, right? Because that's important to us. The community is important to us. So we love hiring people in our community. And, but if we can find the perfect person outside of our community, that's totally cool too. That's right. Awesome, man. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Any final thoughts on this? No, that's it, guys. I mean, when it comes to hiring, again, be patient through the process. Hire slow. Focus on hiring the best people possible. Obviously, we are hiring too. We're looking to hire the best people possible for the marketing role and for the enrollment role as well. So again, if this fits your, you know, fits your realm, what you're looking for. Uh, if you know somebody as well, check it out overnight success.io slash hiring. Lastly, and this is the last piece of advice that my friend gave me over the weekend. And this really like this hit home for me is that uh, nobody is smarter than you at your business, right? 
I think a lot of people get caught up with trying to hire, like they're almost afraid of hiring very talented people because they're afraid that they may not be able to lead those individuals. Or they're like, hey, we're not at the level to hire eight players. So we're okay with just any type of labor, right? It's like, we can't be intimidated by hiring really good people for our company, right? Because at the end of the day, nobody is smarter than you at building your own business. Mm. They may be more talented in one little aspect or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, this is your business, your vision. You're putting your blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. And it's like, you deserve to bring in the best people possible to support you on growing this, right? It's like, you're taking all the risk. You're putting a hundred percent of yourself on the line. You got to be confident enough to attract in the right people. And you got to be confident enough to lead them regardless of how much experience you have in this, because man, like I know you talk to some of your friends who run real big companies as well. Most of the time, this is the first time that they're dealing with these things, right? And it's like, no one right? Unless you're Elon Musk, Elon Musk is smarter than you. Okay. Like he's, he's probably the only human being on the planet. I don't think you can hire him though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's not high. He's, you know, employable, but outside of Elon Musk, no one's smart at your business, have the confidence to attract in the right people to lead them and solve these problems because everyone is figuring this stuff out as they go, regardless of how fancy, how big their Instagram accounts are, how much money they're making. Every challenge in their business is the first time they're dealing with it. And uh, until you get to a point where you've done this a million times, then you'll have the, obviously you'll have, you know, the confidence where you know, the decisions that you have to make, but if you're afraid of hiring or afraid of taking in bigger people, you're not sure if you can afford it, the whole thing. It's like, this is, trust me, just jump, jump all into it and attract the right people into it. Cause again, no one's smarter at the, you know, than you at your mm-hmm. own business. So yeah. with that said, man, we're excited to bring on our two new team members and yeah, dude. That's Happy, right, guys. Uh, job scorecard right. review day. Yeah, we're going to jump right into that. I think uh, we're doing this every month. So it's always, uh, and it's very important to do that. It's one of those other things that you kind of forget or you kind of don't want to do because it feels like you don't get something immediate done. Like there's no progress or dopamine thing yeah. in your brain, you know, but it's super important. So we do this every single month. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And we will be back next week. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the short-term rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of the host show and every Friday for an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon.
paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.